This is Willie Calhoun of the Texas Rangers. You're listening to the Rangers Nation podcast. Welcome to Rangers Nation podcast, talking all things Texas Rangers. Rangers Nation podcast is a part of Dallas Sports Nation, providing coverage of all your DFW sports teams. Now here's your host, Texas Rangers blogger, the Recliner Nerd. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Rangers Nation's podcast. I am your host, the Recliner Nerd, and today's episode is memories. Memories from Globe Life Park or the ballpark in Arlington or whatever you want to call it. I'm going to call it uh, the ballpark in Arlington because that's kind of the way that I've I've known it. I was there for the very first game at the ballpark. I was at the very last game at the old ballpark. I will be covering the very last game this year, and I will be with my wife at the new one next year. But I want to go over the top ten moments that I had at the ballpark in Arlington. Uh, family things, they were personal things. Also, I'm going to do a little game that I call the home run game that I did with Mike Heineman. A few of you have heard it, and that that's the little part where you, you talk about uh, – uh, where your first home run was. I've done it with Ryan Doro. I've done it with Sam Huff, Joey Gallo, and uh, Heineman played it this time. But this one's going to be called Memories, and we're going to talk about memories as we close it down. I know we haven't done these weekly, but, uh, you know, the season's winding down. It's not been a great ending to the season. We're kind of all doing that together, what we're doing. We're, I'm going to come in afterwards, and we'll talk about end-of-year stuff when the season's over. But let's get into the Memories episode right after this. This is Nick Solak with the Texas Rangers. You're listening to the Rangers Nation podcast. This is Joey Gallo with the Texas Rangers, and you're listening to the Ranger Nation podcast. All right. Thank you, Joey, and thank you, Nick, for the plugs. This is Memories. That's the name of this episode is Memories. Now, when I talk about memories, we're talking about the ballpark in Arlington. That's what I'm going to call it. I know it's Globe Life Field or Globe Life Park and the new stadium's coming up, but I'm going to call it the ballpark in Arlington. It's it's what it was to me. Mike Reiner called it the temple, um, uh, uh, but it's always been the ballpark to me, and it's going to the ballpark to me. So when I, a lot of lot of lists are coming out when it comes to these memories, and these memories are coming out, and they're all the greatest memories in, in, uh, uh, in the ballpark in Arlington history. Um, and there's been a lot of them. There's been a lot of great memories. But for me, counting down the top ten memories, top ten memories for me are going to be my top ten memories, mine. These are games I actually attended. And, uh, and so, you know, one of, the, one of the ones that's really going to be special to me that's not going to be in the top ten is going to be this Sunday when I do have media credentials. I have them for Saturday and Sunday. But the very last game at Globe Life Park um, or at uh, – at the ballpark in Arlington, the very last game for me is going to be as a as a credentialed media member. Um, people that I've traveled to the games with over the years, many many times, my wife will be there with my oldest daughter, uh, my uh, uncle and and aunt will be there. My uncle's six years older than me, and so we kind of grew up like brothers, and we've gone to games together for years. They're all going to be there in the stands. I'm going to be a media member there, and it's just going to be really cool. Uh, one of the perks we'll have there is that we get free parking because I have media credentials and I get to park. But before we get into the countdown and talk about that and, and talk about all the different memories that have happened at, at, at the ballpark in Arlington, let's do a quick deal that I did with Mike Heineman, and this was the home run game. Um, I did this with Joey Gallo. I've done this with uh, uh, the, the – uh, uh, 
a couple of different people that, that I've done this with, and, and it's playing the home run game. And Mike Heineman did it with me uh, last week uh, at the last game I was at. And uh, so I'm going to do, be doing these more and kind of interjecting these in. They're fun to listen to. Um, look, as a guy like me who's hit one home run, I played baseball my whole life. Started playing when I was about five. Finished playing my last day of high school when I played. Uh, in all my career playing baseball, I've hit one home run over a fence. It was my junior year of high school. I remember it. I will always remember it because it is the only home run I ever hit in my life that went over a fence. I hit plenty of Little League home runs where you blast it past everybody and you just outrun everyone. I was an okay ball player. I was not great. I wasn't, you know, I was, I guess, good in a certain way, but never good enough to be considered any sort of a draft prospect or college player anything i had a lot of friends i played with that were and um in fact i've looked back and there may be a slight chance that jamie newberg and i played against each other many years ago uh but anyway so i thought it'd be fun to ask some of these guys that are major leaguers about their very first home run ever over a fence i never did it as a little leaguer and and uh and the then the one they've really gotten the bomb and so the last one i did that with was mike heineman and uh, Mike enjoyed it and had fun doing it, and I appreciate him doing it. And here's Mike playing the home run game. Hey, this is Rick Kleinernerd here, and I'm with Scott Heineman of the Texas Rangers. So we're going to play a game here. It's called the home run game. I want you to think back. You've hit a lot of home runs. You've hit them in the major leagues. You've hit them in minor leagues. The very first home run you ever hit over a fence, do you remember how old you were and where it was? Yeah, I was uh, 11 years old, uh, Santa Monica Little League. Um, and it was a walk-off grand slam against my buddy Joe McGrew. So I remember it pretty, pretty vividly. Uh, it was pretty cool because my brother was like one of the best players in the league. Uh, he was 12 years old at the time, and uh, you were 11. And I was 11, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he was killing it, and you know, you know, hitting a bunch of home runs and stuff like that. And then, uh, so I got my first one. Uh, at 11 at that time in Little League, and then uh, my 12-year-old year started to take off. Okay, so from that day till today, the one home run, whether it's minor leagues, high school, college, I don't know, the one, the moment you hit it, you went, holy crap, I just got all of that one. Um, ooh, I've had a few of those, which are – those. Joey's are, was in high school. Really? Yeah. Uh, those, I mean, those are always a nice feeling. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh I hit a couple in college where I was like, wow, I really got that. But honestly, like, if I'm trying to think about it, um, this year I hit one against Sacramento. It was uh, from a lefty, a slider down and in, and, like, I golfed it, and I was just like, wow. I I mean, I knew from the start I got that one. Uh, I had felt those before, but that one definitely felt really good. Okay, so on your first one, though, when you were 11, did you pull it? No, dead center. Dead center? Yeah. Okay, but – uh, you know, it's uh, like 190 <laughs> or 200 feet all oh, the way yeah, around. Sure. Yeah. But still, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah. as a guy that hit one in his whole life, I can tell you exactly where it was. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. I appreciate yeah, you playing. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Scott, for playing uh, playing with us, playing the home run game. So let's get into memories, uh, glow, uh, ballpark in Arlington memories. So I've got a ton, and let me tell you what. Um, I, I've got a ton of these. I've got a lot of great memories, but there's a lot of great memories that I wasn't at. I wasn't there when they happened. Kenny Rogers' uh, perfect game. I wasn't at Kenny Rogers' perfect game. So I didn't, uh, you know, I, I wasn't there to do that. So it can't make my list. So that, that's how you've got to, to take this and put this. And a lot of them are family-related. Uh, one of them that, that – uh, and a few of them involve my kids. Uh, my kids have gone to games since they were little. I, I can tell you this, um, my uh, – 
My uh, oldest son is 15. Well, he's 14 now. He'll be 15 this year. Uh, he's a freshman in high school. He was three weeks old when we went to the very first Ranger game with him. And if any of you know what a boppy is, um, a boppy, he sat in a boppy that my wife held, uh, and and he sat there through a game and slept the whole time. Three weeks old, he was a little bitty. We got a picture of it somewhere. Um, you know, I've got memories like that that didn't really make the list. I mean, they, they kind of tie with some of these, but I listed them out, um, you know, in top ten, and I'm going to count them down from ten down to one. But, um, you know, in one uh, number ten, I had to have all my kids in one of them. My oldest daughter is, is Allie, who's getting married this next summer. Allie's 21 years old. And uh, Allie started going to games when she was about three or four and has always gone and loved them, you know, and, 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 and just had a blast. But I'll always remember uh, the time that, uh, that, that we went w- uh, with some neighbors of ours and Allie wanted the tattoos and you used to could go out at the out in center field back behind their uh, – but behind the bullpen there, the, the away bullpen back in center field, if you walk in, the, they used to have a place there where you could get tattoos. And she would get these cute little tattoos on her face. And we, we had to wait in line there to get her tattoos. And she just was – she loved the game. Um, she loved to, to go to the games and, and hang out. And, she and you know, she still does. In fact, she's going to her last game at Globe Life uh, at Ballpark this Sunday uh, with my wife. Uh, they're going to go together since I'm going to be up in the, in the press box. But a lot of memories with Allie uh, going out there. And she's seven years older than her, her oldest brother. And then uh, the, the, the younger one's about 18 months after that. And so um, that was my favorite one with Allie with the tattoos. Um, that's number 10 on the list. Uh, there were a lot of different things with Allie. I can remember, and I can't, and some of the dates I'll never specifically pinpoint on it, uh, but it was just her her going, and she would, she used to have this little pink Texas Ranger hat, and she would sit, she was so light, and she would sit up in your arms, and my aunt and uncle would hold her, or we'd hold her, or Kathy, my wife, would hold her, and, and she just loved it. I mean, she's been a Ranger fan since she was little and just loved it to death um um and then you got to go to number nine number nine is kind of an interesting one and i remember the date uh, exactly i uh, looked it up to make sure what it was but it was july 7th or i mean i'm sorry july 9th 2011 so july 9th 2011 is eight years ago and my 15 year old son was about five uh, he, he was about six, maybe. And he is, a, he's an actor now. He loves to act. He loves to, to do all these things. And now, now he's got a couple of memories, but I, I'm, I'm doing this one with him. But I'll tell you another memory he has that's really, really cool is he got to do still a bass. And for those of you that have never done still a bass, um, it's pretty neat. Um, you know, you, you, you have to pay for it, and, and they come down the third baseline, and they steal third base and go back. Um, and my and Ryan, my son Ryan, did that one. and uh, But that wasn't the memory I had. My memory that will always be cool to me, I've, I've always been a guy that loves to keep score, always love to keep score. And I've always had a scorebook, and, and you can come around and dig through old piles, and somewhere there's a, a cheap scorebook or a good one. I bought a real nice one this year, the uh, 3-2 EFIS. Um, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Levi turned us everyone on to the EFA score, uh, scorebook. Really nice one that I've been using since I got credentials. But uh, back then I just had one of the, I think it might have been an academy uh, book or whatever, and, and, and it was a way to always go back. In all my years of travel, I'd go to minor league games, and I could go back and look at those and see if I saw 
somebody that's a major leaguer now that's playing. In fact, I, I didn't realize one time I saw uh, Albert Pujols play for the Memphis Redbirds when he was in AAA before he got called up to the St. Louis Cardinals, stuff like that. I've seen a lot of those, and I've gone back and found where I've seen some guys that, that played. That's probably the biggest name uh, seeing him play in AAA. I saw John Rocker play for the Richmond Braves. I mean, stuff like that. Anyway, <coughs> excuse me. So that's not number nine, though. Number nine is is July 9th, 2011, and I was going to teach my son how to keep score. And so we used to buy tickets up in the upper deck. Now you got to understand, I I go to this year. I've gone to more because of credentials. But my wife and I would go to fifteen games a year, and we have every year we've been married. We've been married seventeen years, uh, sixteen years. I'm sorry. She came into Allie's life when Allie was four, uh, but sh- so we've been married. Uh, uh, it's coming up on seventeen years, and and we have gone to Ranger games 15 games a year at least and all of that but we we decided to sit up top it was very hot that day so we sit on the very top row and it's probably somewhere around section 330 329 330 up in the top deck we sat on the very top row and Ryan kept score the whole game and the Rangers were just not doing good all the way and if you go look up July 9th 2011 they were playing the Oakland A's and he kept every bit of that scorecard all the way to the end when Josh Hamilton hit a walk-off home run uh with I think they had two on base we were down by two and Hamilton hit the walk-off and uh the Rangers won the game it was exciting he was exciting the fireworks were going off we were having a blast I mean it just just so much fun and, 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 and just an amazing time. And it's a memory that I'll always have at that ballpark uh, sitting up there with my family. But that one in particular with my son. Now, the my youngest son comes in at number eight. Now, now 10, 9, and 8, I went from oldest to youngest just to do it that way. It could go just the opposite. But my youngest son's 12. He'll be 13 in, in, in January. Um, lots of memories with him going to the games. He was little, and uh, he would go to the uh, – uh, he, he would come in, and he was a huge Michael Young fan, so he would scream for Michael Young. Every time Michael Young was supposed to come up, he would scream. And him and his buddy that we uh, that, that I coached, I coached them all when they were little. He was kind of my athlete. He still is. He still plays ball a little bit. And uh, But they would go and sit. We'd sit up in the stands and, and – and do that, and they both got on the big screen one time, him and his buddy. But the one, the one memory I'll always have, um, and and uh, Levi Weaver will enjoy the uh, enjoy this. When I think everybody knows that Levi's a kind of a friend of mine, uh, but it, it had to do with the dot race. And my son is a reserved kid. He's kind of an introvert. He doesn't talk a lot. Uh, he can. He, he kind of gets into it. But he like if he loses a game in sports, he does not. It doesn't bother me. He doesn't hang over it. It doesn't ruin his day. But if he loses at a board game with the family, he oh, he takes it personally. He really gets upset at that um, and, and stuff like that. But the dot race was his thing. and He loved the dot race. And he never could figure out that the dot race was always kind of fixed. But he he was pulling for green. And my brother was with us that night. And my brother was videoing it. And we've got this video, and I'm going to find this, but I'll put it out on Twitter when I can find it. It's one of the most hysterical things you'll ever see. And he was just, he was probably four, and he was just screaming, green, green. And green was winning all the way around. 
He was going to beat his brother. Green, 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 green. He was screaming it. Green, green. And you know how the dot race goes. As they're coming around that corner, usually the one that's going to win knocks over the other one. And the one his brother had, I think it was blue that day, knocked over the green one. And he just screamed out, no! And, I mean, we've got it all on video. It was so hysterical. Everyone sitting around us up there was, I mean, wiping tears away. It was so funny. And he got this look on his face, totally shut down, sat in the chair, lower lip was down below his feet, and he was mad, not crying, because he didn't cry over things like that. But, boy, was he pissed, and he was upset. And then I made it right by getting him ice cream or something. That's always usually the way I could do it. But, uh, anyway, I'll always remember that one. So, um, the, the number that, that was number seven. So, let's go to number six. No, no, I'm sorry. That was number eight. Number seven is uh, another pretty special one for me, and it's one that's always going to stick with me as my first date with my wife. Um, that, that I took her to a, uh, the first date that we went to a Ranger game. Now, we had our first date. was a different one. But I, when I met my wife, and we were dating, and uh, we had gone on a few dates, and I explained to my wife that, uh, uh, you know, here's, here's the situation. I am a Ranger fan. Um, I'm a nerd Ranger fan. I really love the Rangers. I explained to her as we were dating that, that look, I, you know, I, it, it is you don't have to be a Ranger fan. If, if this goes anywhere, I'm going to always watch the Rangers. I'm not going to require you watch the Rangers. But just know, if you decide to hitch your wagon to me and become a part of that, that I am going to be a Ranger fan and that I'm going to watch all the – I usually have the game on in the background or I watch them. I go to a lot of games. So I decided to take her to a game, and it was towards the end of the year, that first year we were dating, because the next year we started – we were still dating when we went to our first opening day that April um, – but uh, we went to a, uh, a game, and uh, we, we got there, and I think we were going with some friends. We were, I tell you, we were sitting out in left field, and I don't even remember what game it was. Uh, but it was the first game I took her to at the ballpark in Arlington. And uh, we, we went, and, and as we were walking into our seats, we bought a couple of beers and uh, maybe a hot dog or whatever, and we were going to our seats. And I will never forget this. We, we weren't married. We were just dating. It wasn't even, you know, I, we, we were kind of getting serious then. And somebody in the group asked me what time it was. And in my left hand, I was holding my beer. And I did the ultimate sin. And I turned my wrist to look at my watch and poured the beer completely down, the entire beer down the front of me. Now, I had not even had a sip of that beer. And I smelt like I had taking a shower in beer and I'll always remember that and my wife looked at me and probably wondered what in the hell have I gotten myself into and uh and I of course to her it was mortifying to me I just sloughed it off and when I I was mad and looked at the crowd and I went I have not even had a sip of beer I cannot believe I've you know, that's something you do when you're drunk. And I am completely sober. That got the crowd going and smoothed it over. And my wife, I think that might be one of the times my wife realized, wow, this guy has no shame. And I didn't. Um, I, I don't get mad at people. I, I don't get embarrassed very easily. So, um, and I think my wife sort of, uh, sort of saw that that night. And I'll always remember that. It was left field, lower deck, kind of right down, probably about one section in from the left, the left field foul pole. And uh, I will never, never forget that. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry about that. So let's go to number six. Number six for me is a pretty important one. Uh, 1994 opening day. Yep. 
I was there. So I have gone to in I, I have tried now you gotta think I go back to nineteen seventy two of going to Ranger games. Opening days. My wife and I, and we'll get into to that one um, in, in a minute that because that, that's one of the deal. But I have in fact we'll talk about that then. But nineteen ninety four was opening day and I went to opening day the first and, and for someone that had gone to the to the old Arlington Stadium and gone to countless games at Arlington Stadium. I saw Nolan Ryan's seventh no-hitter. Um, I saw, um, you know, Steve Bouchelle hit a first-pitch home run. I called it off of Roger Clemens, and he hit a home run, and I called it. Um, and stuff like that. I used to go to many, many Ranger games. I would get off work and go to the old ballpark in Arlington, and I would take a $10 bill, and I would have $10. I would buy a $4 outfield sick. Uh, seat, buy two beers, and leave with two two bucks in my hand. I remember doing that many times, and so I'm an old man. But I, but but opening day 1994, I was there. It was pretty cool, and I'll always remember that. Now, that right there is number six. Number five is September 28th, 1996. Now, if you know September 27th, 1996, then you'll. You're probably going, wait, you've got the the date wrong, John. You're saying September 28th, 1996. Well, September 27th, 1996 was the day that the Rangers clinched the playoffs. And if you'll remember that, they did not clinch it by a win. They lost to the Angels. But uh, I believe Seattle was the team that needed to lose also, and they lost, and the Rangers clinched. But September 28th, 1996 was a Sunday. It was an afternoon game. I had gotten some free tickets from work, and a buddy of mine and I that we worked together went to that game. We were there. The atmosphere was exhilarating. It was the first time the Rangers had ever made the playoffs um, in 1990 and 1996—so September 28, 1996—we were on the cover of the Dallas Morning News. We did not realize someone behind us had a sign that said something about the big sign that said something about the playoffs. One of the staff photographers took a picture of it next day. Front cover of the Dallas Morning News. There's the picture of that sign. As soon as I saw it, um, I went, oh, my gosh. We were sitting and I looked down, and there it was. And lo and behold, there it was. Uh, me and my buddy, his name was uh, Steve Griffin, was with me. And we were right there on the front page of the Dallas Morning News. But I'll never forget that feeling. Uh, the Rangers had finally gone to the playoffs. Uh, they had finally won the West. It was just fun. The, the crowd was crazy great. It wasn't that hot that day. I remember that. We were pretty satisfying. Now, number four, it starts to get uh, pretty, pretty special to me on uh, number four. Uh, number four was uh, – it, it's a combination. And that, that combination – is the 17 opening days that my wife and I have attended together. And we started a tradition after that, after the beer fiasco that y'all remember. So number four is the 17 opening days. My wife and I have gone to 17 straight opening days. Next year will be 18th because uh, even if I have media credentials, I will never get a media credential for opening day. Um, I was surprised I got them for this weekend, but it, it is our day, and we go as paying customers. We get our tickets. The aunt and uncle that are coming in go with us. Um, her parents will come in from Illinois sometimes, um, but we go to opening day. It's our day. The kids are old enough to take care of themselves, and it's usually a day game in the middle of the week. We take the day off like a holiday, and we have done it. Now, I, I tried to count up and think back to how many opening days I've been to, um, and I've probably been to, my, my guess is going to be 
that in the new ballpark, there's, you know, it's been there since 1994. So we're coming up on what, 25 years of that uh, is this year is 25 years of the, the ballpark in Arlington. And I've probably been to 22 there. Um, cause I have always gone, I can't, and might've been 25. I can't remember missing one in every year, but there might've been a time before I met Kathy, but I, I went to all of them, but I think overall I might've gone to 35 opening days. Used to go a lot when I was old enough at the old, uh, I graduated high school in 1986. So every year after that, it seems like I went up until 94. Um, I went every year and we had friends get together and do that and, and, and go to those days. But, but those 17 opening days are important. My wife became one of the biggest Ranger fans you'll ever have. I don't deserve my wife. Some of you seen pictures of her on Twitter or, uh, you know, and I, I just have never in my life, uh, I could, could have been this lucky and it's, it's our special day. So I'll always love it. But she didn't win it, and uh, she may get mad at that because she didn't win number one, although she was with me at what was number one. Um, number three. Number three was April 12th, 2019. That was this year, April 12th, 2019. That's going to be uh, uh, the number three memory of the, of the ballpark in Arlington. It's going to always be important to me because that was the very first game I ever attended as a media-credentialed member, a credentialed media member. And that was the April 12th, 2019 game. Uh, I was scared to death. Um, I didn't know what to do. Um, I got there. I'm sitting in a room with T.R. Sullivan and Evan Grant and Jeff Wilson and Emily Jones McCoy and Levi Weaver. And, I mean, uh, Dave Raymond and C.J. Nikowski are there. And we're, we're just all around eating dinner with each other. And, it, you know, and it, it, these are people that we're, I'm big fans of. The, the, uh, I'm, and they're just all around, and they're not giving me a second thought. And I'm, I'm in the dug. I, I go down on the field for batting practice. I'm in the locker room after the game. I mean, I am just – it's crazy. I can't even believe that I'm doing it, and I'll never, ever forget that. I've ended up, I believe, covering about 30 games this year. Uh, 25 to 30. I've got to count them up, and I've got three this week. I've got one for Boston. I try to get one a series, and I've got the last two games uh, with the Yankees that I'm covering. So, anyway, so that that is going to always be a top memory for me, uh, and that's number three on my list. Number two. Number two is pretty special one. Um, it does not involve my wife. For some reason, she gave up the ticket that night. But my brother came with me, uh, who's a big Ranger fan also. He's my younger brother. And we were there the night that uh, Nelson Cruz hit the Grand Slam home run against the Detroit Tigers to, uh, to win that game uh, with the Grand Slam. Um, that was a great game. The atmosphere was crazy. We had playoff tickets that year. Um, that was just the ALCS. It was, you know, we, we – uh, they didn't clinch that night, um, but they that really kind of led them into the win uh, uh, and taking it over. It was a huge moment. I can't tell you how loud it was that night. We were hugging, we were jumping up and down. It was one of the craziest nights I'll ever. I'll never forget that. Um, I got to go to all the playoff games in 2010 and 11. I bought I bought tickets those years. Uh, had season tickets. The wife and I, Kathy and I, have had season tickets a couple years. Not full season tickets, but we bought packages and they, and it afforded us to get some some playoff tickets. And we just happened to do it those two years. And uh, I will never forget that night when that. 
that happened. It was one of the craziest nights ever. It was just unbelievable. Uh, but it's not number one. And number one is was an emotional one for me uh, because the very first uh, game that I ever went to when I was six years old was with my father and my grandfather, who are both deceased. Uh, my father died in about 1996. He died, um, and he went to a couple of games. I don't think he really went to maybe one game at the at the ballpark by that time. Uh, he wasn't going a lot, but he he uh, used to take us all the time. But so so he was passed away. But uh, in 2010, when the Texas Rangers, when Neftali Feliz struck out uh, a Rod to clinch the American League. In 2010, that's my number one. Um, Kathy and I were there. It was a crazy night. Um, I cried. I'm not going to lie. I sports cried. Um, I sports cried. I, I looked up to my grandfather and my dad, who were huge Ranger fans, who went to games. Um, I remember the questions would always be, will we ever see them go to a World Series? We never knew if we would. Um, that night was crazy, and we would go, and our whole section was just nuts, and we would – you know, it really kind of turned that night, if y'all remember, when Vladimir Guerrero hit the – he hit the double out um, to left center field. Uh, the Rangers took a lead, and then Nelson Cruz hit a home run after that that kind of put it away. But so so the Rangers won that – I think it was 6-2 to two that night that they won. But, but that lead had came in in about the seventh or the sixth inning, somewhere in there they got that lead. And so we were counting down the outs. And we would go, and I would go get two beers and bring them. I, I'm not going to lie. Um, uh, you know, I we drank a few that night. And I would go get beers. When I would come up, we would be counting them down, seven outs, seven outs. And we'd have the whole section yelling, seven outs. And then uh, six outs and five outs. And then we're, I remember we were holding up one hand, you know, four outs, three outs. And we were counting them down till uh, Felice threw that slider and froze A-Rod. Uh, and I'll still remember when uh, Molina jumped up. They jumped in each other's arms. My wife and I held each other, uh, kissed each other. Uh, just uh, I cried, and she comforted me. She knew that this was important to me and how crazy it was for me. And we stayed late that night. We were there watching the whole celebration on the field. We had taped it at home that night. It was just absolutely one of the greatest things that I'll ever remember. Um, it, it was one of it's my greatest memory uh, at the ballpark in Arlington, and it will always be that. Um, I know that after this Sunday, when this game is over, I am pretty sure that my uh, that my list might bump someone off, and uh, and and have a new. It's not going to be number one, but it would probably it would probably be close, or maybe number ten would be a tie, and and I would have to put that being at the very last game. So I'll be at the very last game for the for the Rangers at the ballpark in Arlington, and I'll be at the very first one next year with my wife and my aunt and uncle as we make our way. Maybe my in-laws they might want to come back in this year as we open up the new field, and uh, I'm going to have media credentials next year, hopefully. Um, and keep this thing going. It's been a blast. But, uh, guys, I've had a blast this year doing this. I'm going to continue to do the podcast. I haven't done it weekly the last few weeks. There just hasn't been a lot to report. I mean, it's just not been crazy. We know what they're doing. Uh, we know what they're trying to get done. Um, the younger kids are playing. We know this offseason is going to be a, a crazy one. So we're going to do some podcasts this, this offseason. They won't be every week. 
but there'll be some this offseason, especially when big things are going on. Um, I'm writing an article right now about my year in the press box, kind of what all happened, the fun stuff that happened. And we'll do a uh, – we will do a uh, – a podcast afterwards that'll talk about that and I'll highlight some of the stuff, but not till after I get that thing out for Dallas sports nation. Um, but, uh, you know, we're going to do the winter meetings. We'll do stuff like that. We'll do some predictions for free agency and things that happen. And when there's breaking news, we'll be writing stuff on Dallas Sports Nation and getting that stuff out, too. Um, but this year has been a blast. I've really enjoyed it. Um, I know I won't have one coming out this Sunday because I'm going to be at the game. And it, and, and uh, it just don't have time getting out of there and getting home. So I won't be able to uh, put together a podcast in. We are going to get together to a roundtable. We'll do a show about uh, uh, awards for, the, for it and, and get the awards of the players, the, the MVP and all of that. Um, and, and from Dallas Sports Nation, we'll ask some of the other writers about that and who their picks are. Anyway. So it's been a blast. I appreciate it. I appreciate everyone that's listened all year long. We've, we've, we've gotten a lot of followers that have started listening to this thing. I can't thank you enough for doing it, guys. It's been a blast. It's afforded me the, the time, the, the opportunity to live out a dream that's been really fun. I'm going to keep this thing going. Um, I always try to remind people, I, it's neat that I have a credential. It's neat that I, I'm, I'm blogging. It's neat that I'm podcasting, but I'm a fan. Um, I'm not like most of them. I am a fan. And so I, and, and so I try to get back to everybody who ever, uh, you know, uh, tweets me or sends me a message or anything. I get back with all of them. Um, if I don't, then I haven't seen it uh, because I get back with all of them. If you're taking the time to ask me a question or do that, I'm going to answer it. Uh, guys, it's been fun. Thanks for being a part of this one. Thanks to everybody who has been on this year on the Rangers Nation podcast for coming on. Um, I, I appreciate every all the Rangers staff and writers who have given plugs for the show. We're going to continue to do that. JC will help me out there in getting plugs for the podcast. Um, like I say at the end of every episode, at the end of every article, once again I'll say it, and and for the end of the for the last time during the season. For 2019, nerd out!